just but yeah, it's a bunch of cowboys trying to bring city girls to do cowboy shit. Cowboy shit. And then they city girls are trying to make the cowboys more uh, city like, city like, city like, yeah. Like what would if you were trying to get like uh, a cowgirl to do something city like? What would you take her to do? Uh, A cowgirl to do something city like? Probably like Pilates or something. Yeah, cycling class. Cycling. (laughs) Orange theory. Orange theory. Um, yo, we should talk about, um, we should talk, oh yeah, brunch. (laughs) Yeah, like cycling and brunch. Yeah, I can't really think, yeah. Take them to mashed. (laughs) Basically Basically just Sunday fun day. What's going on, everybody? This is T, and it's the Fresh Never Frozen podcast. We are back with another week. Excited to start this one. We got a stacked episode ahead, but to my right, Ryan. What's up? What's, What's up, going man? on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Another week, another uh, another banger of an episode we got for you guys. How you feeling? Yeah. I feel great. Feel I'm good? not sick. Um, guy? Yeah, talk about sick. Yeah, you want to... Uh... How you feeling, Dimitri? Oh, oh, I'm feeling fine, man. Feel good. You know? Yeah, feeling good on a chilly Tuesday afternoon. It was I mean, cold out. It was cold out yesterday. You better too. be. Um, overall, feeling pretty great. Wasn't feeling good yesterday, but you know, I think that just comes with the territory when you live in San Antonio, Texas, and uh, you have uh, Mountain Cedar allergies. Um, <laughs> when you when you're when you're all in on uh, hustle culture, yeah. you just work yourself to death. Sometimes. You just work yourself through it. Yeah, grind culture. Grind yeah. culture. I mean, if you think about it, like as like a someone who has allergies and is allergic to Mountain Cedar, I think San Antonio's probably like a top three city to like like worst cities to live in. So, a good friend of the pod, uh, John John Castillo, he um, soy. Uh, Soyance, Soyance. Not, notably Soyance, Soyance, he, aka he moved out of San Antonio and because uh, he's in the military. So uh, thank you for your service, support, support thank the troops, you, uh, troops. Thank you, support the troops. Yep. General. And uh, he said that as soon as he left, he uh, he uh, his allergies were just gone, like magically. Yeah. No, I'm I'm sure of it, dude. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't really get like anything like that. I mean, sometimes I'll walk outside and I'll sneeze. Yeah. Well, you know what I have to say to both of y'all. What? What? Y'all are lucky. <laughs> Yeah, I never had I never had allergies either. But there was a few times where like I had allergies recently, and I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, it's just seasonal allergies. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't get seasonal allergies. I'm like, I think I have COVID. What? And then I would go get tested, and I yeah. don't have COVID, dude. It just it just made no sense. But I don't know. I don't know. I think you guys are just being kind of soft when you think about it. No one had allergies back like in the Stone Age, so. I mean, I how did. do you know that? <laughs> I did. <laughs> our lineage did. The, dino- yeah, the dinosaurs our, did. Our ancestors I did. I don't believe in those, dude. Oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're not talking about dinosaurs uh, right now. No, I had a... Oh, before we got all, all off topic there. Uh, so you're not grind culture, dude? I keep seeing these uh, videos. <laughs> you know what you know I'm going with this? No, but I keep, I, I keep seeing these. so funny. It's like I day keep, in the life. I keep seeing these videos on, on everywhere, and it's like... Uh, this is why people shouldn't have podcasts, and I keep thinking about us, even though I know we sh- <laughs> I know why we should have one. Yeah. But these guys who were talking about it, uh, one of the guys was talking about it. Oh, if you're and, at 20 and he, years and, and, and he goes, he goes, yeah. If you're if you're in your 20s and you don't have a Lamborghini, he goes, you, oh, need, yeah, you, need, yeah. to, you need to have a real talk with yourself and and really evaluate like what you're doing wrong in your you guys, life. Guys, listen. He's like, there's so much money out there for you to get. He's that like, if it- you can't make 200k, that which is so easy to make. He's yeah. Like, <laughs> and he just keeps going, but. 
yeah. I, I just I just hope like like it's like the hustle and the like believe in yourself things over over your bedside. <laughs> yeah, and like that kid, you know, one hundred percent inherited all his wealth from his parents. <laughs> well, not not only that, but he he went into to more detail on how he actually tries to make money, and it's it all revolves around. He basically described a pyramid scheme. And on top of that, NFTs. You get, so I was like, you get, dude, the, you get the next level. He goes, you get a group of, you get a group of nine guys. You each make a hundred k. Now you have three hundred k. Then the next year, you guys flip that. It's six hundred. And then he's just like, dude, I don't, I don't know. I'm saying a bunch of nonsense and bullshit. Yeah. It's just nonsensical. It's like, anyways, I just wanted to mention that. that but well, we're not those guys. We have a reason for this. Yeah, so. just letting you know, we don't have Lamborghinis, um, notably. So not yet. yet, yeah, not yet, but. Um, if I do ever have one, I'm gonna be insufferable about it, though. I'll yeah. probably, I'll probably like the only way. I would never buy a Lamborghini. I would buy a Lamborghini if I had enough like money just to throw away like that. Like how much would you have to have to buy a Lamborghini? I know how much I would have to buy have to have to, to buy a Lamborghini. Ten million. Ten million. <laughs> Ten million. Yeah. Ten million. Yeah. You guys are. You guys. Are I like just. That. Dude, that's the thing. I don't, I just want a couple million. Like I'm not like greedy, bro. Like if I can have two, I will be set for like I will be like set for life. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Just have a nice little house. Little like, cottage. You got the money in the bank just in case you need it. But like, I mean, I'm not gonna go sure. extravagant on them. Yeah. 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 I feel that. You know what I mean? feel yeah. That. Not buying them. That's it. Like, I just want to eat PF Chang's every day. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Speaking about PF Chang's, nah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was nervous. If that. I ever won the lottery, I would turn this podcast into like a self-help, like how how I got rich, and then like how I can teach you to like invest your wealth. But like I won the lottery, so it's total bullshit. Mm. That's top two university. Yeah. Top two university. <clears throat> that's basically life coaches. I yeah. mean, but before life coaches, they were like struggling people. And then they just like, were like, I struggled until I became a life coach. And then I not, <laughs> now I make money from life coaching. And isn't that Tony Robbins? I mean, I, that's like the gist of. Or sometimes coach. you just get, they just get really lucky with like an investment and just they just hit gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they become like, a, this is how I did it. Like, follow my path, and you'll get there too. When in actuality, you just have to get really fucking lucky. You wake up at four thirty. You brush your teeth. <laughs> you go for a three mile run. You work out. Now it's seven thirty. Then you eat breakfast. Then you grind all day. Yeah. <laughs> and then you grind. <laughs> then you stay up until three but in the it's morning. So Vegas to what they actually do, you know? Yeah, and it's like, they're like oh, I'm into e-commerce. No, and then um, they're, and they're like those people that turn into the like. Yeah, e-commerce is my favorite. <laughs> it's like, bro, like, um, I really can just survive for five hours a night of sleep a night. And then it's like, but like medically and like just health wise, there's no way you can possibly. Yeah, and like, like, or your, fact, your brain function suffers saw, a lot. I saw this video. It was like. It was an actual like scientist or he was like an actual guy that studies like sleep. And he's like, the chances of somebody being able to rub on sleep is uh, like a 0.000, like 5% chance. Like that there's somebody that, that can actually of function hours. off of only five. Yeah, like somewhere, some people usually between the, like between six and eight is like where you need, like you can function. You know, those self-help people, they sleep like 12 hours a day and have zero work schedule and zero like life schedule because they're just living off of their like parents, like. Uh, day in trust, the life. trust fund. Day in the life. Day in Wake the life. Up, breakfast. Well, you yeah. kind of just went on a tangent. Yeah, yeah. I just, <laughs> I, I just had to bring that up because I keep, I, I saw them literally all week. So. Yeah, yeah, I saw them too. Um, but yeah, yeah fuck that guy, kids. fellas. How was that weekend? Well, I spent most of it with you guys, so it was pretty, pretty good, pretty great, not, pretty not fun. amazing. What did we do? Playing. What did we do Friday? Friday. Fuck, man, how can we never remember? <laughs> it's I, always I, Friday. It's I always Friday. It's always the first day. <laughs> it's always... <laughs> oh, you know what? I I went out to dinner, and then I met up with y'all at Hofbra. 
Oh, y'all went to the Spurs game. Spurs game. Spurs game. That's so notable. Which we which we which we notably lost that game. But yeah, it was a good time. Look, listen, man, I'm all in for the Spurs tanking. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't even tripping about it. We're not taking hard enough. We actually actually almost won that game too. That's what I was telling Guy. I was like, the Spurs being like, we need to like, we're not we're we're like good enough to where we're not gonna get the first pick in the draft. Like bench Keldon, bench him. Yeah. And sit, let him sit out. Let him get some rest. Let him practice. It's like, bro, we need to get. It was fun seeing Pop dap up Kawhi like on on the court. Yeah, yeah. Was, and, I saw and, the clips of that. On and the then he was just talking to him for a minute, and I was just hoping, like in his ear, he's like, "You're a fucking bitch. You know that for leaving me." Yeah. He's like, "You're never gonna get into the ring." He was like, "Think about what, what we could have been. Think about like our life together." I hope Greg Popovich, Popovich is like the toxic ex in his life. Yeah, and it's just like you. You nah, really messed. You really fumbled he's me. Too like, stand up. I know. I know. But yeah, no, so that was Friday, Saturday. We had an all-day event, pretty much. Um, um, noted a uh, friend of the pod, D. Great friend of the pod, Had D. a going-away party. Uh, 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 one, one to three, host of the Unhinged Shout Behavior Girls one third. podcast. One, one third. third. One third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, um, when is D leaving? Saturday. So she, she's not going to be there for Brent's. That's right. That's right. But a yeah. tear just fell from my eye, in case yeah, you no. didn't see it. One single tear. If you're listening, um, sat, that was the last day... Saturday was the last day we saw you, uh, and then we're not going to see you for like another three months. Dude, what if like the world ends? It's not a goodbye though. It's it's, it's um, a catch you on the rebound. Let's just see you later. You know what's like a really dark thought that I have whenever I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not going to see this person for a while. What? I'm like, dang, I hope I don't die because then like <laughs> that's the last time I'm ever going to see. I mean, them. yeah, I think that's just that's natural. No, I get that feeling whenever I see that my favorite TV show is going to come back for like two <laughs> oh, more yeah, years. Two I'm like, years. what if I yeah. die before it even comes out? <laughs> like over an extended period of time that something's going to happen from like then until now, you're just hoping you don't die. When House of Dragon ended, it's like, oh, mid to late 2024. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. dude, I could die by then. Yeah. So, and that, it, that's like a thought that like you have though. It's yeah, like it is. Because no, people I, don't talk about that enough. I, how, how long is D going to be gone? Six months? No, nah, three, three, four. Well, either way, I'm like three months. Ugh, any, I can, I can get into any sort of shenanigans by then. So I'm just gonna try to not be on my shenanigans, so that way I can stay alive till D comes back. A little teaser for what's coming up, guys. We're gonna be reviewing The Last of Us, and I've been getting real into the fungus. Ooh, fungi, uh, cordyceps big, guy. It's, it's fucking terrifying. Big mycelium guy. It's actually really terrifying. So the world could end, but um, yeah. yeah. And then Sunday, uh, I think we just chilled, hung out, <clears throat> just watched the uh, dog shit Cowboys lose. Watch the Cowboys. Yeah, guys. Uh, I mean, noted Cowboy fans, you all, y'all are. How about uh, let's hear it? How I'm we not feeling? gonna go off on a tangent, but all I'm gonna say is um, keep it short. There's next year. <clears throat> so, always next year. All I want to say is time's up. Time's up, Dak. <laughs> time's up. Your time's up, Zeke. Your time's up, sons of bitches. Like. Come on, we, yeah. I saw this. I saw this stat. I don't know. I don't know if you sent it to me or if I sent it. But Jalen Hurts was born mm-hmm. after the last Cowboys appearance, and he made it all the way from zero years old until now, and made it to an uh, NFC championship before the Cowboys yeah. did in his right. lifetime. Yeah, Jalen yeah. Hurts' parents had sex, he was had conceived. him, raised him. He went to he went to high school. He went to college. He got to the NFL. He's on the Eagles. And the Cowboys still haven't gotten back to yeah, that. I mean, I mean, you think about Brock Purdy. Like, now Brock Purdy has more <laughs> wins. playoff wins than Dak, Dak Prescott. Time's up. 
Time's up, that. Your time's it's up. Not looking good for Cowboys Nation. Are y'all still them boys though? Yeah, we're yeah, still always. Oh yeah, always, always, always. Like, yeah. have you seen our viewership? We're yeah. America's team. Bro. Yeah, we're like, we're still America's let's team. Let's never forget that. Well, we <laughs> haven't. Most Google search team in America. We have. We really haven't won shit in 27 years, but we're still, we're still the most. Them. We're still we them are boys. still the y'all, y'all are really. I had this conversation with my boy Ray, but y'all are really the main characters of the NFL. Yes, oh, we are 100%. still. Them, we are still them boys. But um, <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's true. Yeah. Hey, on a crazy side note, my my boys, the side Dolphins, bar. might get Saquon. We're in the running. I saw Saquon. that. Yeah, I saw that. That'd be oh, good. We need a quarterback, bro. All right, I want to get. I don't talk. I don't want to talk about. Yeah, no football. No football. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So that was a ter- pretty terrible Sunday for you guys, huh? Okay, yeah, well, let's go know. back to football. Are we gonna watch all the games next week? Probably. Yeah, yeah. there's course. only four. I mean, there's only two. I mean, there's only like couple, like two more weeks for a football. Come, yeah, might come. as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. It's a good weekend. Yeah, good weekend. Um, speaking of football, um, former NFL player Jesse Palmer was on our televisions back again on Monday. Yep. The new season of The Bachelor. I didn't yeah. watch. So I didn't watch either. I think it's been pretty uh, apparent that Demo and um, Ryan aren't going to watch. But out of curiosity, since this is a Bachelor podcast, I felt the I felt compelled to just at least tune in. You know, it's not it's not going to be half as detailed. Was that cringy? He was horrible. <clears throat> okay, we'll get into that really quick. Okay, 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 you go, go, go. You go. So, this is T's spot. Yeah, right ahead, I'm prefacing this just for the rest of the season so our <laughs> listeners know what to expect when we talk about this. It's not going to be an in depth analysis of the whole entire episode. It's just going to be a really brief overview, no notes, just off the top of our thoughts, what we thought of, any front runners we see, people we may like, any headlines. Any headlines. Because yeah. I, th- I don't think Demo and Ryan probably aren't going to watch at least the next month until it gets. I'll probably down a watch bit. the last three weeks. I think I'm going to watch every week. It's going to be one of those things where I put it on like a TV and I just let it run and I, you know, do stuff around the house while it plays. Well, and that'll it, be fun, actually. Me and Demo jump in on like the very last part of the show and we just make our all of our decisions assumptions off of the last, off, based yeah, off the last without weeks. having no prior knowledge. That's about exactly anything. what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'll, I'll know. I'll yeah, so that. I think that's gonna kind of be the running. Um, the running game plan for this season for, for our podcast. So <clears throat> I'm going to probably lead this conversation for the next five to 10 minutes. And then sure. we'll, we'll go from there. So FYI, that's kind of what to expect every episode. So when you tune in, just so that way y'all have adjusted expectations from us. Okay. So before you go on the five to 10 minutes, I do want to just say one, one I little, also want to say one, one little clip him. that I saw from last night, because I want you to tell me what happened in that situation, but I watched it. And like immediately closed my phone out because I got secondhand embarrassment. Oh, so dude, I hate it that. was it was uh, one of the girls was walking up to Zach. It it was like one of the uh, <clears throat> it was one of the intros, and one of the guy, one of the, one of the girls goes hi, and she was like he's like she's like you've met me before, and he's like oh I have, and he's like he for, either forgot her name or forgot who she was, and and she was like and he's like oh my god like just you know the goofy Zach he's like. Oh, I'm sorry about that. And then he, and then the girl goes, "Are you?" And then she goes, "Like he's like, yeah." And then just kisses her, <laughs> just makes out with her. I like your Zach voice though; it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. He goes, um, "Yeah, I'm sorry about that." And then like, and then he, but she's, and he like, I guess he didn't seem like, um, like he was that like genuine? actually like actual yeah. genuine. So he's like, because because she went, "Are you?" And he goes. Yeah, and then like just kisses her. Did you watch that part? So yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Zach's Zach's a shithead, and like I think when he goes into these situations, he blacks out. Yeah. In like, if you watched his after the rose, they played a part where there was a girl. Her name's 
Ah, oh, what's her name? Don't look at me, T. I have no, no idea. No, I'm trying to think. Yeah, because she said like a rhyme. It's like Braylon or. I'll, the like, only girl I know is her name's Greer, and that's because everybody was yeah, talking Greer. about her last night. Well, so. well, so so he goes to a girl, and like she's like, uh, I don't. It's oh Bailey. She's just like she's like she's like all you got to remember is on the daily remember Bailey. Oh, so he's pretty nice. So he's like, okay, I'll do that. Well, then five minutes later, Jesse's like. Uh, do you know any of these girls' names? And he's like, "Yeah, I know Bray- Braylon." It said a completely different name, <laughs> and he was like, "She was like, that's not my name." Jesse's Jess, like, "We don't have that one on the roster. I don't know who that is." So, like, I think what he does in these moments is he blacks out yeah. and he just lets like his dumb head instinct Bro, take he over. He's dumb. He's like, yeah, he's very dumb, and you could hear that in his like speech and his voice. Well, I've, I have, I had two comments or questions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. First one was gonna be, I mean, is there anyone more cookie cutter than Zach? Like, could they have chosen a cookie? cutter more version of him or i Clay- mean clayton again clayton. so like, yeah like replica clayton so that's what i figured so but that's... but i think clayton had a bigger brain that's so what... so i mean but but yeah they're the same about the same oh uh, and then the second two-parter of that was uh how did we feel about that intro with the gritty because it's oh, oh yeah <laughs> that was terrible i mean zach zach, so, say, so zach how, ter- i didn't see it so terrible did, gritty well she kind of hit it a little bit yeah, yeah but yeah. zach terrible gritty so how did she do it did he did she, a gritty did she gritty yeah, yeah she, she had the hand motion but no, no no but so did she do it did she gritty up to him or did she say what's up like how no, you doing and I, then they grittied they off. grittied off oh no so it was pretty cringe it was all very cringy i think um there was what was it oh there was one girl who came up and was like, um, she's That's like, hey, crazy. I'm from, I'm from um, Vermont, and where I'm from, uh, our, we're, our, we're famous for our, um, our, our maple syrup. So I got you some, and, and he was like, oh, thank you. She's like, you have to drink it now. Oh. And he was like, what? <laughs> and she's like, you have to drink it. And he's like, okay. So he takes a swig of it, and was like, it's sweet. Yeah. And then she was like okay bye and just like left and she was like i felt like that didn't go as good as i thought it but like just like shit that made you just like burn dude, dude if i was that gonna be like no i don't want to get sticky or drop it on me or oh chug syrup God. she's like you know how sticky you get you know how sticky you get <clears throat> I just saw it was pretty bad all, the, all his conversations were very like you're so gorgeous and i mean like, i mean shout out to him for making out with the most girls so far in the first episode i ev- did see that every one of them dude he was just like conversation after they talk for five minutes make out make out it's a good go-to honestly when you don't know what to do or i mean say uh, he, he's not gonna be a good talker and i think the girls are gonna it's very apparent that the girls are going to lead this season and they're gonna have to carry this season because he's not gonna uh not so not whatever i mean you look you kind of like that though you know to an extent i mean when you're watching and that's the thing like at the end, it doesn't even become about the actual, like, oh, finding love. It just becomes about the girls' drama oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, and, like, like in, on whether it's Bachelor or Bachelorette, <laughs> if the house takes over, it becomes Peter's season where it's a fucking train wreck. Yeah. If it ends up being a train wreck, I mean, that's kind of expected these but, days. But Peter's season was, like, top tier, top tier, though. Trash. Yeah, but that's because he had great, he, it's because he had great girls. He had yeah. a great cast. Well, that's what I love about this season. Whenever I saw Zach's cast, I was like, okay, he actually has, like, decent... Like a decent like list of girls. Yeah, so a lot of them, there's a few where I'm like, okay, there's some very um, clear-cut villains that are going to come mm. out of this. And there's very clear-cut cut front runners. Mm. The show made it blatantly clear that these girls are the front runners. Mm. So the first one being Brianna. Mm. Um, 
she she had been on the on the she won the America's Rose when on the after the Rose from last season. She won the she won the mm. first impression rose from America. Gotcha. Um, so she comes in right. What's that based off? Just solely looks. I'm assuming solely looks. It has to be. They do all the intros, but it's it's so superficial. Yeah. Just all about looks. I don't even remember that happening. Yeah, me neither. And they we just watched the final rose too. Right? They were just like, oh, vote for your first pick, and you know who you think is your America's first rose. Right. So she got the first rose. Well, she comes in, gets this insane intro that's like focused on her, probably like. 10 minutes of just her talking, yeah. her her background. She walks up to Zach. She kills it because she's amazing. And then, like, all the girls are like, where's Brianna? Where's Brianna? 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 Like, they're, like, talking about her like she is the bachelorette. She's probably going to be. And that's my point. I'm like, I think that was a very... It's exactly um, what they did with Clayton. Yeah. And they made it very openly, like, oh, this girl is... She's gonna be better, right? Which makes yeah. me think that he doesn't choose. Uh, he doesn't choose her. So I don't think she's. I think yeah, she's or she's already. probably gonna. They probably told her like, "Hey, look, you're like probably a shoe in. Uh, we want to get you on the bachelor just so people like you." I mean, that's kind of what they did with Clayton because somewhere along the way, whenever Clayton was gonna be bachelor, um, like there was like a shift to to Clayton, and then Clayton got his own little. Like, that was so random. Whenever that he, episode, whenever he got sent off, and is like, "Why is like why is Clayton getting like a twenty minute like thing mm-hmm. on him?" intro package yeah and then the next day out of the next week they were like clayton's gonna be our new bachelor like midway through the season yeah so what i think happened maybe maybe because i'm sure they're maybe still filming it i don't know if they're unless they finished it already no i think when they air it it's like done already yeah well then she obviously hasn't been picked because they gave her a humongous spotlight uh which they made her look like like america's angel so i mean i'm all for it because she seems a lot from i don't remember uh, I don't remember where any of them from. All I, all I know is one was from Austin, Texas. That's it. Shout out to Texas. But. Okay, so I have another quick two-parter before we move off of this. Go ahead. Um, <clears throat> what did you think about Jesse Palmer's performance? And the second part of that is, did on the preview, did you see an ambulance shot by chance? Oh, you know what? I didn't even, I don't even really think I paid attention for the... <sighs> Man, we got to have that ambulance shot in there. I know. I need to check that. Always got to have that. I got I to gotta go back and check it's it. It's really just a boo-boo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It always, it's yeah. never anything ever It's it's like It's Peter hitting his head on the golf cart. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, glass on his face. But uh, somebody jumping over a gate. Yeah. <laughs> Clayton jumping over the gate. Someone having a panic attack. Panic attack. Um, but yeah, oh yeah, Jesse Palmer did. How, he, did he move the needle or, or not? I mean, as robotic as he's always been, <laughs> dude. Honestly, that's one of my favorite things. As though. NPC as Jesse's always been. Jesse NPC Palmer. Just does it through the phrases of? Does it interact unless you interact with him? Yeah. I feel like much. he just stands there, and then if you walk up to him, he'd be like, "Oh, what's up?" His favorite line is, how does that make you feel? How does that make you feel? Mm-hmm. How do you feel right now? So what are you going to do about it? Yeah. But um, no, I'm excited to hear your recaps about this, honestly. from Based on what you just told me, it got me kind of excited. But I'll, I'll leave it till whenever I start watching it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this, this episode was as, uh, I guess, as kind of boring as first episodes usually are. Yeah. Not a lot going on. A lot of... Roses, a lot of talking, a lot of intros. So I'm looking yeah, forward. I just don't to want it. to commit the two hours on a Monday. It's one of those things where it's easy for me to watch it because I have a two monitor computer setup. So I'll throw it on one monitor and then throw something else on the other while I like eat dinner, while I'm chilling, cleaning, kind of just having the background. So again, it's very easy for me to watch it like that, where I'm not so focused on it. If I had to sit there for two hours and focus on it Take and watch notes. it, I would be miserable. Yeah. Um, I feel you. But I don't want to do that to our listeners because I know that that would come off as some terrible quality content. I actually saw, to finish this whole batch combo, I saw a poll of, uh, it was like, are you guys watching this season? Yes or no? And like, 
I don't know, I want to say like 70% was like no, and 30% was yes, and by maybe a small percentage was like maybe. There's some people that are going to tune in, obviously, like us, um, just to see how things are going. But I mean, at like the long-standing like start to start episode to one to episode 12, like there's not going to be a lot of people. Mm-mm. Like there's going to be a lot of people that fall off, after, after that do the, come uninterested. From the third episode until maybe the last four, there's going to be like, the, it's probably going to be some of the worst viewership that Bachelor ABC has ever had with this Yeah, show. it's probably going to be the worst season as far as viewership goes. It's so, it was so um, widely agreed upon that he was not the correct pick. Terrible pick. But, and it's very, it was very um, obvious in this first episode that he's not going to be a good Bachelor, so... Yeah, I that's what like we're working I'm, with. From what I'm getting, it seems like he's another Matt James. I'm saying I'm looking forward to the end of uh, end of the last like few weeks of the season. You know, you know, without going on this tangent about Matt James, I think Matt James was done more dirty than he actually deserved. I think he could have had a good season had ABC coached him up a little bit better. Yeah, but kind of threw him in there. Zach is just bad. Yeah, Zach is just, just yeah. You can tell like you can tell whenever somebody can hold a kid, hold like a conversation and they can't. Like Zach just never took me as a guy who like. Not only can't have a conversation, but can't get like. He was always Rachel's third place guy. To right. Me. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't. I forgot the other two already, but I just always knew Zach was like the third place guy. There's no way he's gonna get. He's gonna win this. And but. truthfully, Zach couldn't get honesty out of Rachel, like yeah. like the way that the other two could. Yeah. Like like like, I feel like I'll just everybody. All these girls are just gonna dance around. Zach's a nice Zach. guy to have around until he's not, and then you. you gotta cut it. It's back. gonna cut come. It. It's gonna come down to his final two, and both of the girls are gonna be like, damn. This really isn't working out. Yeah, and I'm really excited to oh, see. Oh, I'm calling it now. See, I'm calling my shot now. One of his uh, favorites, maybe the girl he wants to pick, is gonna send herself home. Yeah, and then, some point. and then and then he's gonna end up. I, I predict that he's gonna be the first bachelor with both final two contestants to leave him. Nah, no, because didn't that happen <laughs> to Clayton? No, he broke up with both girls. Yeah, oh, and then went back to Susie. Yeah. Oh, but they ended up. Yeah, you're right. Okay. No, Clayton did a good, like a decent job wiggling his way through that. He almost didn't, though. He yeah, almost did. He almost did, dude. He he became didn't. America's most hated person for about three days, yeah. and then shook it off and kind of took the dub. Yeah. Now him and Susie are like in love on TikTok. No, they broke no, up. they broke up. Oh, they broke up. Yeah, broke yeah a long up. time ago. Long I was say like months ago. I couldn't give one shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, fellas, that's bachelor that review. Bachelor that's talk. bachelor talk. This is a bachelor pod. All this talk. It's getting me a little hungry. Uh, it's getting me a little how, hungry. How hungry is you? How hungry are you though? Hungry enough to do a food review. Oh, I actually, I actually love these food reviews we've been doing. So this week, um, we last week we took the, the week off, uh, obviously from our podcast because uh, we didn't have time to go um, do a restaurant review. So we took uh, the last week to do the restaurant. Um, and Ryan, tell us where we go. This was your suggestion. It was my suggestion. Step on up to the plate. Time to eight. Time to eight. Eight spelled with an actual the number, the number eight. eight. No, number Time eight. to eight. <laughs> gotcha. Which when you say that like fully, kind of doesn't make sense. Like I get what they're going for, but if you say quick, time to eight. 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 Okay, got it. Time yeah. to eight. Anyways, time to eight. Number eight. It's an Asian fusion spot off of was it Hebrew? Hebrew and yeah, Babcock. Babcock. San Hebrew Antonio, Babcock. Texas. Um, yeah. pretty cool, pretty cool ambiance. Well, let's just start how we normally start. I mean, it's Asian fusion, so you pretty much get uh, ramen, sushi. They got dumplings. They had um, bento boxes, bento which boxes. you guys were big bento hibachi, boys. Hibachi boxes. <clears throat> they had hibachi. Not 
they didn't cook it in front of me. Right, right. Not traditional hibachi. They kind of did like, they kind of had a thing where it was like a create your own type of ramen thing mm -hmm. where like you can put whatever you wanted inside the ramen. So that was pretty cool. Okay. So I'll go, I'll go ambiance first and we'll get to the food. Ambiance is pretty cool. It's not that big of a spot, um, but there's a good amount of tables, a lot of room. Like when you kind of walk towards the back, it kind of opens up. Uh, yeah. Which I was like, oh damn, I didn't know there was like this big. Yeah. Um, but pretty cool. You know, they had a couple TVs in there. The menu is pretty easy to read. It's pretty big. Uh, a lot of anime stuff kind of uh, plastered everywhere, which is kind of the norm now. I was it thinking, gave me very big Japanese vibes. I was thinking about this too. I was like, anime took, like, anime has taken over like quite a bit of uh, mainstream culture in terms of like food, especially yeah, like yeah. Asian spots. You see it a lot in the Japanese. Um, which, I mean, I like anime, so I think it's cool, but um, it's funny how like that wasn't a thing back a couple back years ago. couple years ago. Anyways. Um, so yeah, I got a pretty cool vibe off of it. What'd you guys think? So when you walked in, you know, it was a bit bright. And this is a very and this is a very niche thing that I noticed, but I really enjoyed. And I guess I like subtle lighting. So when I walked in, it was very bright, very high blue lights. Didn't like them. But when you sat down, you kind of move away from that front place into like the seats. Well, and when you get to your tables, it's very much more dim, and you have little lamps on the actual table. Set the mood real nice. Yeah. Um. Really, really enjoyable. Um. Big open space, so didn't feel closed, crowded at all. Really enjoyed the yeah, ambiance. Yeah, it, it wasn't too busy to where you weren't gonna get your food like, like all late. Um, but it did remind me of a spot that looked like it could be like, like honestly, it felt like it, it looked like a spot that could be like in Japanese in, in like Japan. Like really? It, yeah, you like think just, so? I think it looked too American. It, but it, it, it looked like one of those like little like street like these little like side street like restaurants. I think it was a little too big for that. I, I but I, I get what you're saying. You know what yeah. I mean? Just very like not run down, but kind of like almost a, like a hole in the wall sort of like a hole in the wall like but spot, there, but, but over there. there. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far, but I, I get where you're going. Like I get what you're saying with that. One thing I didn't mention was the music. They were playing music, and T, you, you had a comment on the music as far as like the, the playlist and like the loudness of it. A lot of um, city pop. Um, city pop 80s Japanese music. Yeah. I don't know if y'all love me some retro Japanese. I don't music. know if you're familiar with the city pop genre. It's great to drive to, uh, great to vibe to. Probably going to drive home and listen to some city pop. If you listen to a lot of lo fi, they sample a lot of lo fi on yeah, that. Yeah. So, uh, well, lo fi samples a lot of them. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 So. Um, but yeah, it was the music. I really enjoyed the level of uh, like the, the, what it's called volume of it right mm -hmm. it was pretty low like we didn't have to yell we'd have to yell but you could definitely hear it it reminded me a lot of moroccan bites where mm. it was low enough to where it set the tone where if you talk too loud you're gonna drown out the music so you want to keep your voice a little lower yeah but All instead we, of west african music it was 80, yeah, 80s, japanese. 80s, 80s japanese 80s japanese that's why i liked it because it was like you had the anime on the walls you had people like they were japanese the people serving the food were japanese and it was japanese music. No, it really set the mood for yeah the show. it's always tough going to like an asian spot and no offense, but like your server or like the person who's up front is not like, is like white or like it's Mexican. Not, yeah, it's not authentic. Well, I thought I thought he was though. No, he was Asian. Uh, he was Asian. Oh, he was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It, everyone, it, it, everyone there was Asian. You could tell. Okay, these are these are this is probably maybe like a family run organization. I mean, I think that's just anywhere you go that where like wherever like the per people who aren't authentic to the food that they're serving, it's like. Okay, if you want to go to a Mexican spot, you want to see like Mexi like a Mexican. You lose some sort of credibility. Yeah, yeah you yeah. lose some sort of credibility. So like that bumped it up just a, like a tad bit for me. <laughs> All right, so we set the mood. Let's talk about the food. Yeah. You like that? Let's talk that about service first. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Service was a bit slow. I know we kind of had a lot 
uh, of stuff, but well, they, there's no waiters. Yeah, it's just people. Yes, up front yeah, it's all made to order food. So, right. They did forget a couple of our things when we ordered. I'm not deducting any points off of that because uh, I'm going purely off of the food taste from from for this one. I don't one. think they. I don't think they. They only forgot stuff for. Tea. I don't think they forgot about it though. I just think that they were bringing it out as they got finished. So it was like true. I think you forgot about it. It was like you asked about it. He went. He did the whole. Oh yeah, let me check on that. And then brings it out. So many brings it out five minutes later. I've done so many times when I. And then same thing with you. They forgot your spring rolls. I don't remember. But yeah, so just wanted to make that clear. You know, make sure. Make sure you're not holding it against. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not holding it that against. It is an observation because I don't. I don't. I think you should hold it against. You think? You think so? I think we should be ruthless. I try. I try my best to be like. Okay, hey, service sometimes it's people human error. I was yeah, I can't be I can't be I can't be mad at human error. They there was no servers. I'll be the Gordon Ramsay then of this whole uh, thing. Yeah, 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 stickler. But they didn't they didn't mess anything up of mine, so I can't say anything. But so for food, I got the um, crab rangoons, I got the spring rolls, and I got a beef spicy beef bulgogi box. You're a big goon guy. Big goon guy. Big uh, crab rangoons. Um, I fucks with some rangoons. I mean. The true a true delicacy. Guy, what'd you get? Um, I got the bento box, but I did the fried ribs. I got some grand goons as well, and then uh, T for you forgot to mention pork buns. Oh, you know buns. what? No, the spring rolls. I didn't get those. You I got, got the rangoons and, and the s- a steamed buns. Steamed buns. Steamed yeah. pork buns. Yeah, yeah. steamed yeah. pork buns. I went with the uh, spicy ramen. I got beef in that. Uh, I also had some pork bao, which is kind of like these little yeah tacos, little uh, bao tacos, bao tacos, bao yeah, tacos. Uh, with shredded pork and pork belly in there. Uh, and then I had some dumplings as well, and I think we got or law got some edamame for the table, which was pretty. Good. I mean, edamame is solid. Edamame was good. It's yeah. always good. You can't do like that. Um, <clears throat> food. How I'll start taste? first. So my mine was okay. So it was good. I got spi- mind you, I got spicy ramen. It wasn't really spicy. I had to put like a lot mm. of sriracha in that mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. get, get it to the level I thought it was going to be. Um, the beef was really good. It was charred. Um, definitely very, very tender. The beef looked very good in It yours. was flavorful. It was flavorful. The ramen. <clears throat> oh, man, I don't know. We're like, I think we're like over two on ramen right now, but it just, it was a little lacky, lacking yeah. for yeah. me. Uh, the pork bao was delicious. It was sweet. The, the pork was obviously super tender. Dumplings. I don't know. The dummies were just running the mill, to be honest. It was, mm-hmm. it didn't blow my socks off, but they were good. You know, I can't say that they were bad. Yeah. Um, and that was that was the extent of mine. And that's one thing about bao that you have to get right is the actual bao bun. If that bun isn't that perfect fluffiness, and it, it was caught, it, it was good, and it falls flat. So I would say actually that was the best thing I got. Okay, I so that's, that's so it was, was the meat then, the pork. You got pork shoulder, correct? Yeah, um, yeah. I would say that was probably the best out of all the items I got. That was probably the mm. best. Yeah, for me. Um, <clears throat> for me, I got the spicy bulgogi. Similar to Ryan's point. Not very spicy. Not very spicy. And I, um, I'm not gonna gonna name the restaurant that is my benchmark for spicy bulgogi because we may eventually do a review there. Mm, I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's my favorite bulgogi, and if I eat bulgogi, it's compared to that. And I try to yeah. be lenient because I know, in in my opinion, that's the best bulgogi. So I'm like, okay, if it even gets somewhat closer, then that works. Yeah. It wasn't very spicy. There wasn't a really heavy amount of sauce with that. You don't need a lot of sauce, but just yeah. some juices yeah. in that beef um lacked a lot the rice the white rice was actually really good it was some really decent sticky rice i, I wanted to get rice i, I messed up I spring, got some rice. spring rolls nice and crunchy i enjoyed the like spicy mayo slash like eel sauce they kind of had on it mm-hmm. but however they had that same spicy mayo eel sauce on the rangoons it made it terrible to eat like yeah. the, the that sauce <laughs> was all over my hands because 
Rangoons are kind of hard to eat already because the shape of them. So you kind of have to tear them off like piece by piece. It just made it really messy. Hands got really sticky. Um, so, I mean, I didn't want to go eat a Rangoon with a knife and a fork. Gotcha. But, um, and the Rangoons were good. Uh, I, I, if anything, I, oh, and then the, the little steamed, um, pork dumplings were pretty good too. Those pretty good. Um, I, I enjoyed those, but overall I think I really, really enjoyed the starters. I like the appetizers yeah. more than the actual, I think, entrees. Whenever I do like, like Japanese, Chinese, anything like the small plates are always superior yeah. to anything yeah. for dim, some reason. Dim sum is, dim sum, it, dim sum is the best yeah, part of your like experience, experience. At, like doing like any Asian cuisine. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll make mine quick. So I'll, the bento box was uh, good, not great. Um, reason why I say that is because the bento box itself was probably 16 to 17 bucks, if I remember. And just with the food that was on the bento box itself, it was probably only worth like 12 to 13 bucks. Mm. So there was like a clear like... You're missing $5 worth of food you're, there. You're missing a little money worth of your food. So like the bento box, I probably wouldn't get again only because you're not getting enough food for the plate. And the, the food was like good. But it wasn't like great to justify it being seventeen dollars. Yeah. So I like was if like, if you're gonna charge that much for a smaller portion of food, make sure that that portion of food is is worth incredible. The price. Yeah. So yeah. So I can only go good on the bento box. I'll go good on the rangoons because I mean it's really hard to mess that up. So that was just good. The pork buns were actually great. Like the pork buns were really really good. They, they were carry, they're carrying. They the, carry. They carried the entire meal. They were almost like. They were really juicy. Um, they almost tasted like soup dumplings. Right. Like, but all, so the only thing um, I would say about that is all my my total was like thirty two bucks. Similar. And and it wasn't justified at thirty two dollars. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna mention. I said we get final ratings here, but real quick, I just want to mention the pricing. I think I did spend like forty to fifty bucks on that with tip included. Yeah. But I did get a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I think like if you're going there, you get like two two items. You're probably looking at like twenty five to thirty dollars. Yeah, I would um, definitely. So it's not try like ridiculously it. overpriced. For, I would definitely try it if you're trying to go for like it's you reasonable. Want, you want to do like pork dumplings. You want some soup dumplings. Yeah. You want like you want like like some decent stuff, but yeah. you don't want to go in. Like don't break your bank there. Yeah, yeah, for no, sure. Almost def. Uh, I'll go first with my rating. You said a perfectly um, guy. Good, not great. Good, not and great. You know me with good, not greats. Uh, going back to like Portland, shout out. But. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and give this one. I was I was going up actually. I just dropped it down. I'm gonna give it a six point four. Okay. Ooh, okay, that's better than mine. Yeah, I'm going to five eight. Okay, Damn. I, yeah. I I didn't think you were gonna go all the way to like five because it wasn't that bad. It wasn't, well, it wasn't not, that bad. I don't think five is bad. I think five is average. You know, it's a very average spot. It, yeah. It's but it's it's slightly above average. But I don't think it's like a six. You know, because. If we're talking price, if we're talking, you know, yeah. everything you're gonna throw in service in there. I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a seven two. You because oh, wow, that was wow, ori- that was my original okay. that was my original score. Yeah. I think the service well for you guys especially because they didn't they did forget some of y'all stuff, that's definitely a knock. But again, uh, because the way I see it is like I'll just on a scale basis, anything under a five, I'm not going to again. I would go there again. And so six is like I'd go again. But like, it's not the first thing that I'm gonna go to. Yeah, exactly. I think you I see, would go, but, but I'm definitely that's, not. That's the thing, though. Is I don't think I'd go back. You if, don't think if, you'd go if, back. If, if someone's like, "Hey, let's get some Asian food." Oh yeah, I'm I mean, not definitely. I'm better. not recommending that place. But I'm you want to try other things? I would. I would gladly try a new restaurant over that one. I'm glad I went to it. I'm glad I got to try it. You know, I enjoyed some of the things there, but everything I ate there, I think I could get better somewhere else. So That's fair. Fair I enough. Just, I'm not going back there. On fair average, enough. so yeah, that averages out to about six, mid six, maybe mid, mid to low, sixes. mid to low six. For we'll, sure. throw, we'll throw it out there. Well, yeah, I mean, everyone's scores is different, but just like as a F and F average. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good, not great. Time to eight. 
um, on Hebner. Damn, I'm rhyming right now. I've time uh, to eight. What yeah. if we all just gave him like eight eight flats? No, there's no way. Because no. like, like we said on this spot before, an eight. If we give it an eight or above, you have to go. You go. need to get out of your house and go to this spot. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, there you go. That's the review. Anything else? Time to eight. No, I mean again, it's really good. If our palates and take this with a grain of salt because our palates are different than yours and i feel like everybody has different taste palates so if you really like asian foods and you you find yourself liking dim a lot of specific dim sum a lot of appetizers go try it you know maybe you'll find something there that you we, uh that we didn't get you that like you anime, liked a lot more a cool little vibe um yeah. yeah so yeah time to eight fnf review and if it's close to you stamp might as well try it fair fair stamped. enough stamped. 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 i'm Boom. looking forward to our next food review for next episode yeah, yeah. definitely don't know where we're going yet but yeah, we'll, we'll 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 throw some spots we'll out there. We'll, we'll figure it out. Figure it yeah, out. maybe chilies. Chama, chilies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't think we uh, prefaced this um, food a whole f- not this whole season uh, with the fact that chilies is the ten out of ten spot. No, oh, it's, it's we can't. Subjectively, we can't. It's do ten that out of ten in our hearts. In our hearts, yeah. <laughs> we don't want to have everybody a pre- <laughs> like previous. They're like, okay, their favorite spot's chilies. Yeah, yeah, but why are we gonna take their exactly. advice? It's 10 in our hearts because it means a lot to us. Did y'all see- That's where the bit went too far. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did y'all see that article on uh, my essay, a uh, shout out Priscilla? Uh, I don't think she wrote it though, but it was an article that's kind of went, that kind of went viral. It's like, is the Chili's on 45th and Lamar the best restaurant in Austin, Texas? And like, everybody's like shitting on it. Like, are you stupid? Are you crazy? And I'm like, no, I, I can hundred percent agree with that. You're like, you like, hold on, hold on. Let him cook. Let's see. I'm let's like, see yo, let this man cook. He's, he's killing it. I know. I didn't, I didn't see that article, but yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, but nah, I just wanted to so. Yeah. So, fellas, on the, uh, the subject of reviews, moving into some more television. Yes, sir. We have a new uh, Sunday night show that hit the our TVs, hit the streaming services, the HBO airwaves. Max. We weren't just going to drop Bachelor and leave you guys with nothing. So. Come on. Come on. You know what's better than that. Come on now. The Last of Us. Noted uh, game of the year in 2013, I believe. Twenty, Yeah, 2013. Right? Yeah, I believe. Uh, yeah, widely popular video game there's one and two playstation exclusive mm-hmm. i saw this one tweet it was <laughs> he's like y'all young people with xbox better not be watching last <laughs> yeah, of us yeah, and they're like oh now we have console exclusive shows yeah, and they're I like go, go watch halo on paramount plus oh that's such a trash show compared to this but um yeah last of us um super i was excited going into this pedro pedro pascal is the lead um, noted mandalorian noted mandalorian noted game of thrones actor noted mm-hmm. narco the, the sand viper the yeah. Red Viper. Oh, the Red, Red Viper. Viper yeah. um, noted Narcos, and then what, what else was he in? He's on plenty others. He's on. It seems like he's on everything. So, yeah, I'm trying to think what else he's on, but yeah. To start this, it's always great when I have really high expectations for the show, for a show, and they're not only met, but they're exceeded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how I feel about The Last of Us. Especially video game movies, because they've been getting a really bad rap. They've been, getting them, so they've been getting them wrong. They've been, yeah, because the people who make them like, don't care about them. I mean, I've, I've, I've watched a couple people like... I.e. The Witcher. Have y'all watched The Witcher? Yeah, yeah. Witcher was good. Witcher was good, but I, the, I mean, they, they just screwed it up. They did. I've seen a couple people like review like what they think of the show, because like, I'd never watched the game, so I wanted to see what other people that watched the game thought of, like, watched, like played the game and then watched it. They're like watching f- 10 minutes of it. It already was like one of the best like adapted wise because they took like real dialogue from the game and implemented it into the show. I yeah. mean, there's some scenes where it's a copy for copy scene from the video game, but then also with added 
uh, new material, added depth, yeah, added depth, added. Uh, they're changing up concepts from the original show. So let's to make get, it better. Uh, yeah, let's make it better. So we can just get straight into it. The show yeah. is about. Do, do we want to do? Well, I said we do spoiler. Yeah, yeah, this is a full review. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. Full, full full review. Review. So episode one and two of The Last of Us. If you haven't seen it, mash that ten second button. Get ahead of this. Ten minutes. This is your warning. This is spoiler heavy right now. So The Last of Us is a show about. I don't even know if you can call it a zombie apocalypse. No, it's more of a virus that takes over people's bodies. Bodies. I think, like very, I think it's very dystopian. Very like crash the civilization. Yeah, civilization is over type of like show. Yeah. So one, one thing about this um, show and how it kind of differs from the whole zombie trope is, um, and, and I had read this actually on the, on the Reddit, the, the whole premise of this virus is it's a fungus a cordyceps that infects humans and then takes over them reanimates them well not necessarily reanimates them but uh they die and then turn into these um like fungus creatures. fungus creatures yeah. there's well, different like stages yeah there's different stages so somebody had said that in the video game when you play it um early on you're actually hearing these people crying as they're like attacking and eating other people like so there's people there's them like the 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 zombies quote-unquote they're like crying because they're actually humans that are still alive they're just being taken over yeah so i thought that was a really cool concept of the it, fact that these, they're not zombies that are dead and then coming back to life i say are humans that are alive that are just being taken over yeah. by these fungus. i saw this breakdown of like the different stages and i won't go too in depth with it but basically they were saying like the first stage is when you just recently got bitten yeah. and it's when you're the most human and they were saying that that's that actually going like piggybacking off what he said that's a, probably the worst stage because you're still technically like in there and alive but you're not in control of your body yeah and yeah. you're not in control of your mind anymore but you're kind of still aware what's going you're on there, whereas right? in the later stages you're pretty much just all fungus so like at that yeah. point you're just yeah. you're gone but yeah it's um it's pretty it's pretty gnarly like the way these things look and the way yeah. the way it feeds i like one deviation from the show um is like well well we can we, we can talk about the beginning of the show first and then i'll get back to my what point i was gonna say but, but it's like just the like initially like in the game like the way that the virus spread was that like there was spores, mm -hmm. so it yeah. was airborne. Where like in the show that wouldn't work well. No. So yeah. the disease itself isn't airborne, but it's like more so like if there was an airborne virus, like the whole everyone would be infected. It could be tra it's transferred by bites and scratches and things like of that sort, right. not airborne. So yeah. that's like the main deviation from the show. So that makes sense why there's still people who are not infected and are still alive. So right, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I can give you the opening. So the opening was probably the craziest. The opening twenty, I would say. Yeah, that was um, amazing. You meet main character Joel and his daughter Sarah, Sarah, who live in Austin, Texas. Shout out, a couple Texas, miles down the road. Texas. And I thought they did a pretty good because I know it's obviously not Austin, but they did a pretty good job. It making, looked like Austin. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like early 2000s it felt like Austin. Austin. Yeah, yeah. So, it, so Sarah uh, is played by um, <clears throat> also actress uh, Maeve from Westworld. Her yeah. daughter. Yeah, that's her daughter. Yeah. You like how they threw in a food truck in the uh, in the downtown? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They slick, they slick. Anyways, oh, yeah. she was amazing. Sarah did great. I don't know her real name, but uh, I'm trying her. to think of the. I'm trying to think of the the mom's name. I think it's like Thwandy Newton. Thwandy Newton. Thwandy Newton. Newton right? Yeah. Uh, anyways, so yeah, those are our two main characters. Um, mm -hmm. It's pretty normal day, but uh, they hear on the news that this. This factory in Jakarta, or not? I'm sorry, that I'm getting ahead of myself. But basically, there's, there's something's going on in Jakarta. Yeah, they don't know what's going on, but something's happening yeah. while they're eating breakfast. Time, the day goes by, things start progressively getting worse. The army comes in, which is never a good sign when the army's like there and jets and flying flying and over. It's very anxiety-inducing. It's all such a slow 
but quick build up slow slow but also it's happening kind of fast build up Mm -hmm. you don't know when it's gonna hit you know so there's that scene where she's in the house with her um with her neighbors yes and there's that weird creepy old lady sitting in the chair and when she her back's turned you see her doing that like her body's twitching her mouth's all open that part she's, gave me chills. She's, she's getting taken over that part, there. Like, that part was done so well, it freaked me the fuck out. Yeah, it set the tone. Um, so basically, yeah, the neighbors get infected. Um, the entire city of Austin gets infected, it seems like. Joel and his daughter and Uncle Tommy, which is Joel's brother, try to make a run for it. Things don't, things don't end up well for them. Shit hits the fan. Shit hits the fan. Tommy gets separated. Joel and Sarah run away. Sarah ends up getting shot. She gets shot. You know what's crazy? That showed just like how fast the virus progressed because at the beginning of the episode, everybody was just going through their lives and from daytime to nighttime, it almost seemed like everyone was infected. Yeah. Yeah. So like that from from like like a, I think maybe like a 12 hour span, so many people got infected. Well, well, when you think about it and how this virus spreads, nobody lasts more than 24 hours after getting bit. Yeah. So (coughs) when, when you think about how, if this were to happen in real life, how exponentially quick it would all happen. It probably would happen like that. It seems slow at first, but then in just the last 12 hours, society just goes to shit because, you know, one person bites two people, two people bite four people, four yeah. people bite, and it just builds, yeah. builds, Especially builds, if you're in like a downtown, downtown area. High, downtown Austin, high, high yeah. City area. I like, like that very, very, very beginning clip whenever the scientist was talking about like, uh, yeah. about, about like how fungus take mm. over insects, but how if just, if you just turn the dial on the heat oh, in like the earth, if you just turn the dial a little bit, that fungus like would then you like, cause that next level of evolution. Well, of so evolution. the reason that this thing hasn't happened in real life is because fungus can't that particular fungus can't survive in a human body because of our body heat, body temperature. But he was saying if the world were to slightly get a little warmer, then they would be able to acclimate to that warmth. Then, i.e., they'd be able to live inside fungus a human body. Fungus could live inside a human body, which. It's fucking terrifying to Which be honest I, with I don't, you. I don't know if that's scientifically proven. Right, yeah. I, I would like that's true. I would like, and I saw an article and I saved it and I meant to read it about how accurate is that scientist's portrayal. I would like to, would like to how read argue, how, of his argument and assessment of is that possible? We should read is that this, and then report back on the Yeah, we'll read back. Review. Yeah. Dude, because so, that, that cordyceps video of that little bug going well, cause up Because they the do thing. that to ants. They take over ants and then... Dude, I know. love that video. Yeah. That well, like, amazing. have you seen the one... Um, it's it's a fungi that spreads through birds and bird poop. And it goes up and infects these, like, grasshoppers. And they'll climb up to the tippy top of a, like, it flower. A grasshopper, yeah. Uh, and tippy top of a flower. And that'll then get eaten by the bird. And then it'll spread it. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. They take over the bird, too? No, I think the birds poop it out and just spread it. But 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 the fungus makes the caterpillar go up the pile oh, out, out, of, its, out of its hiding spots to go get eaten. To go get eaten on purpose. Like that's insane. It's insane. No, it's crazy. So imagine what they can do to a human. But yeah. anyways, yeah. Um, Sarah dies sadly, and then boom, cut to black. Fast forward twenty years later. So that was now, very. That was very. Again, I'm going into this show with no prior information and prior knowledge. A very notable game. scene in the game though is like everybody was like they did that. Death. Everyone seemed to know it was coming, but they still everyone was Holy like really. God, sad. They did that Sarah death scene really good, apparently. Yeah, which it was. It was a really good scene. So yeah, I mean Pedro Pascal. We see him in the city and kind of just adapting to this new Boston life. Of now like in, everyone's in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, the world already looks well. It's twenty years later, so the world totally looks like shit. Boston's it's completely. Gone. And Boston's really, terrible. Yeah, there's really not too too much to go from for this part. You know, he just eventually 
Well, yeah, you see what life is like in the quarantine zone. He, we meet Tess, which is like, I guess, his girlfriend partner slash. Yeah, it seemed um, like it was partner, his girlfriend. Partner, or partner, girlfriend. yeah, that's better. The main thing you need to know about what Pedro, what Joel is doing is that his brother, Tommy, again, got separated. His brother's in Wyoming, I believe, last he saw, but he stopped communicating with him. Right. So Joel's getting worried. So his whole thing is like, I need to get a car battery to get a car to drive to Wyoming to find my brother. Right. And that's how we meet our other main character, a little girl by the name of Ellie. 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 Played by uh, Bella Ramsey, noted uh, Game of Game Thrones. Game of Thrones character. Uh, um, we don't know King, but the King in the North. King in the North. I, I like that. Um, I like that the whole premise of the show is like, like he's looking for his brother, but in the meantime, he like he meets this little girl, and then he has to end up like taking care of. He's him. gonna obvious, and the, you can. It's it's very apparent that their relationship is obviously gonna progress progress to a father daughter type relationship. Type relationship. Well, they hate each other right now, but it's yeah. just right now. Yeah. Um, but we don't know this at believe at that moment in time, but there's something with Ellie who what makes her very important is that she's already been bitten by uh, this one of these infected people, but she hasn't turned. She's not getting turned. Yeah, so she's the key to humanity. And, and right now indicating she might be immune to this. On the first episode she was taken by the fireflies. The fireflies are like a ba- like a rebel gang group. of like rebel group that like oppose are, the government. Oppose the government that like it's a local government. Like if you saw on the show, they're like hanging people in front of like the yeah. Times Square. Very like very just like like old school like the way of like ruling. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're like the fireflies are like anti all that. They're trying to get out of the quarantine zone. Dude, one detail I loved is that because okay, so the world officially ended in two thousand three, right when the yeah. virus or yeah. whatever took over. So obviously technology never progressed past 2003. So like they don't have iPhones. There's no real like solid internet. There's oh, just basically yeah. like 20 early 2000s internet. Um, the way they communicate is still by like shortwave, yeah. long wave. It's 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 crazy. Like yeah, technology. They're so far back. Halted. Yeah, they're so far back. It's it's. Nuts. But it is year two, 2023. Yeah, but technology wise, it's not. It technology yeah. wise, it's not. They're yeah. still living back in whatever. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where we leave off at episode one, uh, the big reveal that Ellie might be immune. Yeah, mm-hmm. so then we get to episode two, they break out, they're out, and they get out the quarantine zone, and they're out into the real world. So we get to kind of see what the world outside of these quarantine zones look like, and into these cities that look awesome. I mean, it's really cool design that they have for this like post-apocalyptic world where like nature's taken back. They dropped a bag on the CGI. Yeah. It looked looked good. There was one scene just with the building scene and then you saw the birds flying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was like immediately after the episode started. But um, the scale, I I just looked at it and I'm like, dude, HBO dropped uh, like millions on that one shot. On that one shot. It was so worth it though. Um, So here we learn a little bit more about the virus or about the the cordyceps and uh, the fungus and how it developed and how it came from out of a flour mill and these uh, cordyceps progressed and took over one person. I'm loving these cold opens by the way. I hope they keep doing them the rest of the they're low-key one of my favorite parts. Again, again, it's so anxiety inducing for like how they just get this like scientist who studies um fungus and then they she's basically tells them like there's no cure there's no cure there's no no vaccine vaccine. get go to your families bomb the city bomb the city bomb everyone kill everyone this is gonna this is gonna end the world because they we still don't know and she doesn't know and i don't know if we'll ever know because i played the games but i don't remember them addressing it who the first the patient zero is yeah like how this well yeah and they didn't they didn't there was nobody who ever said like there was never there was there wasn't a patient zero it's just they brought somebody in and said that they got bit and yeah, then yeah, yeah. they got bit they got uh violent so, there, so there's infected people that's unaccounted for she already knows where this is going she's like okay well there's 14 people who are infected in the world or in our city 
they're probably have already attacked. All getting big. All getting ticked. So and she's like, at this point, like we're we're pretty much fucked. We're again, it's an it's that exponential growth where if fourteen people are already out there, there's countless. And they've more. been gone or unaccounted for for thirty hours. Right. I mean, bro, like they've already probably taken. Anyways, uh, man, I don't know where I was going with this. Oh, the bombing thing, right? Yeah. She yeah. says bomb it, like just bomb, bomb us, just bomb the city. It's a good callback because. You see bomb craters in yeah. Boston. And, and Ellie asks about it. And Ellie's it. like, so do they bomb these cities? And, and she goes, Tess goes, yeah, it, it worked really well in Boston. But, but it didn't work everywhere, everywhere else. else. So, so yeah, it's that, crazy to think that like... If they you actually live, did it. <laughs> say for us, if that happened, we'd have to get out of the city because they're probably going to bomb a major city like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. That'd be pretty tough. And, and it's crazy because they were talking about it was it slowing down the spread, not stopping. So they were just bombing cities just to slow it down. Like, not even to, like, say, like, hey, we're going to, like, Killing millions. Probably millions of people were killed. And it didn't and it really, it didn't at the end work. of the day, didn't really work. It didn't even work. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so we kind of explore a little bit more outside into Boston area. We learn kind of how this fungus uh, works and how it's, it's more of a hive mind type uh, deal where all the creatures are almost um together and like are almost connected. one connected like uh it reminded me kind of of like a like an aspen tree you know because usually if you see one aspen tree there's um every aspen tree you see in the near vicinity is all connected underneath the ground yeah. through a root system yeah so that's exactly how that that's how they explained it yeah the biggest the biggest organism in the world is actually a huge aspen tree that spans over like miles and miles and acres and acres of forest that's just one tree so yeah so so to that to, to that point t that's very good because they explain it exactly that way where tess was saying how if you step on if you step on one part of a a hive it can wake up another hive miles of, down the road miles depending down how road. like much is connected i don't think they're all connected right but right there's patches but there's of, patches of like yeah. there's some connected here if you step on on the wrong way, so that's just tread, like when you're outside of the quarantine zone and you're in the, and you're you're just walking along, like you can have you can expect that. Like one thing I liked that they showed is that they didn't do the whole cop out thing where uh, you know zombies are they can't live in sunlight, they got to be underground or whatever. Yeah. Well, these are clearly out during the day. It's not that they are like allergic to the sun, but they definitely don't like it because like it. It, it, it shine on them and they were kind of like, Ugh. yeah, but. It's not gonna affect. Like they can still run at you, yeah. which they're, is crazy. They are, however, they're fast zombies, blind, and they only respond to noise, echolocation. Echo, yeah. yeah, they can only hear. So you. we actually in this one, um, kind but, of fast forwarding a yeah. bit, but the whole mission is they need to get Ellie to uh, a city hall because that's where that that's where she's gonna get dropped off. That's where they're gonna get their car, and that's where they're gonna se separate basically, right. Right? right? So they cut through, and this is where we meet stage three infected, which are called clickers. Clickers. Very Which, cool. Very cool. Oh, the design on these Scary. things were disgusting. I looked. I liked. I, I looked up to see how they looked on the game. The exact same. Yeah. And, and even down to the movement. Oh, I, I like, would like to ah! note. I would like to note that the director of this episode, the director of this episode, was actually the director of the game. Yeah. 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 I saw that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they use echolocation. They basically have a giant spore coming out of their face. They have no eyes. Um. And they attack Joel, Ellie, and Tess. Yeah, Joel puts um, like three bullets in one of their heads, and they still don't go down, which is actually um, really good continuity because in the game you can put three bullets on them in their head and they won't die. They're pretty tough to kill. You gotta you gotta kill them. You gotta kill, kill them. Kill them. So um, take out their nervous system or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, then um, they escape and then get to city hall to find the people that they were supposed to meet up with. They all got smoked, and then some, some got infected. 
the infected fought the healthy ones. They all died. And Jill said everyone died. So So they're trying to, they, uh, Joe proposes to go back home, but then Tess, um, or Ellie ends up figuring out that Tess got bit. So, um, while this is all happening, they step on a cordyceps, connected mind connected mind and alert an entire hive of um nearby uh, uh, fungi people yeah. nearby and basically this big horde of monsters comes chasing after them right yeah it was pretty sad honestly i thought we were gonna have tests for a minute um, me too yeah you know i did too i was kind of sad to see her go we didn't get much time with her but Still, you know, nonetheless, the fact that she's like, this is the end of the road for me or something like that. I love when, like, characters are about to die and they sacrifice themselves. And, the they, fact, say, yeah. and they say something super cool like that. Dude, and the fact that we saw two big characters die in the first two episodes is, like, awesome. Because it just shows how, like, ruthless, like, the show's going to be. It's, it's very realistic to me. Because, like, let's take Walking Dead, where you had maybe one main character die every other season. And, um, it's, again, it's, And weren't the zombies slow in that one? Yeah, they were slow, yeah. but there were some fast ones. Some Dude, these ones. fat these zombies were fast. Yeah, these zombies are. I don't even, they thumb. Really, they thumb. They, they were sprinting. Yeah. I mean, they 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 they're able to. And fully they're violent run. too. Like they just really jump, They just jump on you. Well, like. And the difference between them, I think, is in in the Walking Dead world, they are decomposing. So over the you show, wait them out. Yeah, they're they're decomposing yeah. and they're slowly getting more and more decomposed. Whereas in this world, twenty years later, they're still up. And oh charging. yeah, Ellie asks Joel like, so how long do some of these live? And he goes, oh, some can live for like a month. And she's like, oh, it's sick, like whatever. And then he's like, and then some have been around for twenty years. Yeah. So there's like no, <laughs> I, I I don't know what the uh, like how you have like, a whole lifespan is. Yeah. Again, I I think it's with the part with this. It doesn't necessarily kill these humans immediately. It kind of keeps them alive. And who knows in the mind how it's long it's honestly however long this fungi wants to live. Exactly. Yeah. Which is yeah. Again, Which is terrifying. terrifying. So yeah, um, Tess, Tess sacrifices, sacrifices herself, blows them all up, and then we have. Uh, just Ellie it's and just Joel. Joel and Ellie, yeah. And Joel. She said, save who you can save, which was another hard line. Again, I love that. Which we don't know where they're going right now. Well, they're going to this guy. She said, take him to Bill and uh, Ted's or something. Yeah. Bill. Oh, that's right. Which that's we up. see and which we're going to end. We end episode there and then we see them well, in the I preview. Think it's, I think it's Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. Yeah. Nick Offerman. Yeah. yeah. I think that's Ted. That's yeah. going to be sick. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're going to his and I, I guess he lives outside of Boston or somewhere. It looked like he had a cool setup. Yeah. Nice yeah. little compound. Yeah. So, so that's, that. that is kind of where we're at. It's it's intense, uh, terrifying, but I love it. It's a good show. It's a great, it's great, a great episode. Great season. Great uh, first two intros. It, definitely one of the better like intros of a show that I've seen. You know, first two episodes, it's just action. If oh. they can keep it up and it lasts for the le- for like the, like the the uh, ten ten episode span. And it stays at this quality, dude. It's gonna be one of the best shows on HBO. It can, it like can ever. it can replace Westworld. What Westworld should have been? Yes, yeah. And it looks like we have another appointment TV uh, Sunday now. Um, looks like we might get the gang back together to all watch this on Sundays, which is always yeah. good because yes. we haven't had something like that since House of Dragons. Yes, so. we're gonna start doing so um, that'll be fun. Last of Us episodes at Brenda's house every Sundays from now on. We could even do my crib. We can do some hibachi. That'd be nice. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the uh, Last of Us review, episodes one and two. I think, that, I think that's that's all about all we got on the run sheet. Yeah. Fellas, what we got up this weekend? We got a big weekend kind of ahead of us, no? So you got a big weekend. We have a birthday party to go to, a me mean and, birthday party. Me and Dima have a couple of them. So on Friday, we have um, our sister's birthday party. Yes. And Shout then... Out. Saturday we have Brenda's birthday party. Yes, she's throwing a meme themed birthday party. Meme themed birthday party. Do you want to say? Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, yeah, as, go I'm gonna ahead, go as Hasbulla. 
uh, a, spe- a, very, a very specific Hasbulla. You'll see the post later. I uh, I'm going. I'm still undecided between either um, the guy from Bear. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I, or a chef. The sh- chef. Whenever it's like me when I throw in one egg in my ramen and he's like you know chef, or stressed out Ben Affleck. When, with when he's smoking, stress out and like would be funny. That would be yeah, funny. with like a Dunkin' Donuts cup. He's just like, he's yeah, just like, it, it, like a Dunkin' Donuts cup and a cigarette. Yeah, you know I keep those handy. Yeah. What about you? What are you doing? Uh, I'm gonna be a full blown inflatable dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the costume already? <laughs> yeah. Well, I had to return it because. It came with a zipper, but it's coming in tomorrow. Oh, nice. Yeah. The, so. the brown one? Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it looked really fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, got that up. It's a, and it's a six foot, like... No, I know. It's like ridiculous. It's like comically big. <laughs> I'm, yeah. so, I'm so excited yeah. to see what other people show up as because I know... I've, I've talked to a lot of people about this and everybody has been different. Not yeah, one person so has been the same. There's so yeah. many memes. There's yeah. so many ways to do it, so... Um, yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. And oh, and then Sunday is a playoffs. Football. Sunday football. Football, babe. We got two more weeks, three more weeks of it, so that's it. Is that all we got? Uh, Sounds good. Stay tuned next weekend for episode three uh, and then another food review. Food review, yeah. Food review. And then we'll let you know how the weekend went. As always, like, subscribe, hit that five stars button, tell a friend, tell a family member, hit that follow, uh, Fresh Never Frozen Pod on Instagram. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Thanks for listening. Shout out C Probiotic. Later. (laughs) No free promo. This day's sponsors. (laughs) Ha ha ha.